Hey friends, I'm Molly B. And I'm Molly Reed, and we're friends who love to read and talk about it. Welcome to Book Club with Benefits, a judgment-free zone to talk about all things romance, smut, and reading, where the only rule is no No shame. shame. So grab your favorite book, a delicious cup of something, and come cozy up with us. Uh, hi, Molly. Hi, B. Molly Reed. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm okay this morning. How are you? I'm all right. I, I feel like I have to tell you about this dream I had this morning. Okay. Um, I'm ready for it. Okay. So last night I got into bed at like 8.15 and mm-hmm. was like fully asleep by like 9.15. Mm-hmm. So I woke up this Amazing. morning at- 6:45, which is very early for me and I was like well rested and I was like awesome maybe I'll just start my day and yeah. um I've been like skimming through a princess in theory because I've read mm-hmm. it like four times already so I f- I'm like I feel like I didn't need to read it fully again but I've just <laughs> been doing kind of like the the surface level skim through it so I was like let me just pick up a princess in theory and finish reading and at some point I fell back asleep, as you do. You take a morning nap, right? And I fell asleep, and in my dream, I woke up, and it was 12.45. (laughs) Now, for context for everyone, Molly and I record at 10.30 in the morning. So I'm like (laughs) two hours late to recording, and I start freaking out. Oh, no. Freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, so I get out of bed. I'm like in my, and I'm at this point, I'm still fully asleep. I'm right. I get out of bed. I'm like looking at my phone. My phone is set to 2018 data. So it's like, <laughs> I don't have any of your, I don't have your number. I don't have Zoe's number. I don't have like Tommy, the person who introduced us. I don't have his number. I don't have any numbers for anyone oh my that gosh. can get in touch with you. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I try to get my computer open and like go to my email. Mm -hmm. But I don't have the same email address. And I don't, I'm not able at the moment to remember your email address. I get on my social media. I can't find you anywhere. I'm like freaking out about how to tell you (laughs) how sorry I am that I was fully two hours late to a recording. (laughs) And then this like creepy music starts to play. And so I start to rip speakers out of the wall of my house. I'm just like <laughs> losing my absolute ever loving mind. And then I woke up and it was like 9 a.m. <laughs> Plenty of time <laughs> to get ready. That's awful. That's and such an like, upsetting dream to have. It's so upsetting. And then when we started recording, there were so many technical difficulties. I was like, God, good Lord, my dream is coming through. <laughs> we have had a rough go of it this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, rough. We are we are struggling a little bit, but we're here. <laughs> we're not late. We're fine. We're not late. We're, you know, we're not late to you all. That's for sure. Right. Well, we might be late to ourselves, but we'll be right on time for you guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, so stressful. It was really stressful, and I was like so angry in a way that if it had happened in real life I wouldn't have been that angry at myself but I was like Mm -hmm. you know you're irrational in dreams so I was just like furious it was nuts (laughs) it was a nuts dream anyway I'm more hung up on all the like almost like did these people ever exist (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes. like, that's like nightmare material. Right. I was like, did I make up the podcast? That was the thought I had. <laughs> that's so upsetting. Yeah, it was upsetting. It was upsetting. <laughs> I'm even, so sorry. <laughs> even more upsetting, I think, was just like waking up and it was 10 and I was or nine. And I was like, huh. Okay, now what am I supposed to do? You know? <laughs> Never mind. How do I how do I go on? I still feel like this happened to me. Right. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> That's where oh. I'm coming from this morning. So Ugh. Anyway, how are you doing today, oh, no. Molly B? Hopefully better than that. I, I I am doing better than that. Um doing great. Excited to be here to talk Yay. about books. As In always. Our favorite place. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, on that note, <laughs> what have you been reading lately? <laughs> uh, um, honestly, I've been in such a reading slump. Like, I have oh, not no. really read anything. I picked up a book at Target. The other day I went to Target and I was like, I'm going to ball out in Target, basically. <laughs> I was like in a bad mood, having a bad day. And I was like, let's drop $100 at Target for no reason. Amazing. And I bought like new underwear and new pajamas and new clothes and like some products that I needed and some products mm-hmm. that I didn't need. And then I got to the book section and I was like, danger. <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> I either should have started here or just pretended to myself that I didn't know this existed. <laughs> that this doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and I ended up buying a book by an author that I really like. And mm-hmm. normally is she's the kind of author that I'm like, if she's written it, I'll probably like it. And I have not been able to get through the book. It's Oh, that's the worst. I, I'm like, it's been 10 days and I still can't like finish this book. Mm-hmm. And it's like 200 pages, like not to brag, but I should be able to, to do that in like an <laughs> afternoon, you know? Um, so it's really, it's been a little soul crushing. That's so upsetting, especially when it's an author you like kind of expect to like what they put out. And when you spent like the full amount on right. a physical book. When I'm and not then using, don't like uh, it. using membership points to download a book onto my <laughs> onto my e-reader. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm oh. sorry you're in a slump. It's okay. I was listening to this this podcast where this dude was talking about how someone was using AI to um, like create children's books and then it was like nefarious about how it was like teaching children weird stuff I don't know it was a very scary podcast interesting but I, say all, I say all of this to say that I did have a moment where I was like oh I've definitely read a romance novel that was AI for <laughs> sure <laughs> Like, there are a few I can think of that I'm like, "Mm, that was probably AI generated. Probably. Yeah. Which, it made me think about the Shrek book. No, that's mean. I'm not going to say. I was going to say, (laughs) okay. I was about to say, do we think getting my swamp was AI generated? But that feels mean, because I do think there's a real person on the other end of that that book. book. Yeah. Yeah, I I do think there is, too. But um, unfortunately, I think that's true. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) What have you been reading, Molly B? Um, my reading has been a little all over the place. Like, just, I don't know, chaotic. 
There are two things I want to talk to you about, though, and they are wildly different. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> the first, so I know I mentioned last time I had just started Nanny for the Neighbors by Lily uh-huh. Gold, which uh-huh. I did finish, and it was so good. Like So good. Fantastic. I am definitely entering my, like, why choose era right now. <laughs> It's just, they're so fun. They're, they're like so triple fun. the fun of a romance novel. And yeah. just, oh, I, I'm so here for it. Not a single complaint. I have not a single complaint about a Why Choose. They're so no, fun. It's so good. I loved Danny for the Neighbors. I think it was better than Faking with Benefits, in my opinion. Just, oh, it was just so good. Loved it I so much. I agree. I also think it's better than faking with benefits i am obsessed not to like get into the weeds of nanny for the neighbors but i (laughs) am so obsessed with the three men in that oh my gosh they're all perfect they're all perfect they're so different from each other like cyrus being like basically magic mike yes was so good it was so so good good. also i like was not expecting seb to be my favorite and he just kind of like came out of nowhere and was like just the best like yeah yeah I feel like Lily does such a good job in that book of making him seem like such a douchebag Mm -hmm. and then like the turn of him just being like so anxious and like freaked out and yeah you he just and that turn is so good and then he just like fully flips on like daddy seb mo Mm -hmm. in in both like actual father of a child and like daddy and yeah yeah he's their first scene like when beth and seb have their first like spicy little moment together like just the two of them in his parents house i was gonna say in his in his childhood bedroom losing my mind it was so good it really was and like i love that that scene starts with her like fully sticking up with him and sticking Mm -hmm. up for him and embarrassing the hell out of herself in front of his parents like yes she's just like full-fledged yelling at his mom and then she's mm-hmm. so embarrassed and he's like let's hook up <laughs> <laughs> that, that was hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good um <sighs> so yeah <sighs> but then another book i loved this week which like i said totally opposite end of the spectrum because this book is fade to black <laughs> it oh. was <laughs> a book called practice makes perfect by sarah adams okay I keep seeing that book everywhere. (laughs) Yes. I was standing in an airport, like surrounded by a display of that book. And I was like, (laughs) maybe I should buy it. And then I thought I was worried it might be Fade to Black. So So it is. So I know like all of Sarah Adams books are Fade to Black. I've read all of them. I love her. And it's one of those like, I don't mind because I know it going into it. And Mm -hmm. I also feel like, she does a good job with it of like her books are still steamy and like hot. I don't know. There's still a lot of like tension and chemistry and like whatever in her books. Right. right. The tension can be like hotter sometimes than the yeah. like, actual. Yeah. But I, oh, this was, I swear, like 
the cutest book I've ever read. I was giggling and just like swooning. It's small town and very like classic good girl, bad boy Mm. vibe like he's a bodyguard mm. and she owns a flower Shh. shop sure <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> say no more <laughs> i was like sign me up sold <laughs> it was so good so yeah two totally oh. different recommendations but they were both super fun oh that is so fun <laughs> uh, once i get back into reading you know yeah, you better, you better watch out. Both of those books. Have come. Actually, I guess I've already read. I was gonna say them, you but. recommended Nanny for the Neighbors to me. <laughs> dang it! Dang it! Um, Could always I, reread it. That's true, and that, happily, um, mm-hmm. I did like pick up a single book this week, mm-hmm. or like download a single book. I guess is more uh, accurate, um, which I've been slowly reading and liking. That is a hockey romance i'm back in my hockey era amazing and it's a like two hockey players and one woman who's not interested in the sport of hockey that's like the energy i've been liking it i feel like i saw this (laughs) wait what is it called um double pucked i saw this and was thinking about reading it you'll have to tell me if it's good okay i will because i was like that sounds fun I'll report back. I'll report back. Cool. Um, no, I feel like hockey is always like the quickest way. For me, at least, it's like always how I try to get out of a slump. I'm like, just give me hockey smut and that'll do the trick. <laughs> and that'll, do, that'll, that'll turn the key. That'll do sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping next week we're reading a book that I'm really excited about. I hope mm-hmm. that also is going to. Yeah. Like lightning bolt me back into into my <laughs> love of reading. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully. <sighs> should we uh, talk about our question for today? Yeah. Um, our question for today is: How have our tastes in romance novels changed um, mm. in in the time that we've been, you know, obsessed and reading? romance so I guess like where did you start and where are you now is kind of the the thought that's so fun so I feel like for me when I started reading romance a lot of what I was picking up was like what's popular like Mm -hmm. what was being talked about on like book talk and what I was seeing on Instagram and like I don't know things like that but yeah like I don't know. I so like I appreciate those books because they are what got me into reading romance. But I feel like as I've read more, I've found. I don't know. I'm much more drawn to like small town romances, sports romance. I feel like I don't pick up rom-coms quite as much anymore, even though that's where I started. Also, spice level has changed for me completely. Like, and that's a whole bigger conversation on like purity culture. But Woo! I was very uncomfortable with like the level of spice I started with. And I when I look back at some of those books now, I'm like, LOL. That's nothing <laughs> yeah, compared yeah. to what I read now. Which yeah. I that's a progression that I think is really cool because on a personal level, like a lot of growth and whatever. But anyway, yeah. I feel like I'm getting off topic now. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I think that was not off topic at all. I think that makes a lot of sense. And like, of course, we're going to be thinking about our personal growth as we think mm-hmm. about like how our tastes have changed. And I think it's so amazing that you feel like you've not to put words in your mouth, but like kind of healed a big thing of purity culture oh, through absolutely. Romance. I think that's amazing. Absolutely. I think that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I guess that's my answer. What about <laughs> you? <laughs> um, uh, um, it's interesting for us to talk about this question, actually, when we, with the book we're talking about this week is an Alyssa Cole book from the Reluctant Royal series, because mm-hmm. this series is one of the first I ever read. That's so fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I, I didn't even put that together until right now. But I was going to say, we didn't even plan that. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. Um, but yeah, this series is one of the first I ever read. This and the um, the like Wedding Party series by Jasmine mm-hmm. Gil- Gil- Oh, I love those books. I love those books too. But th- these two series were kind of my like entry point mm-hmm. um, into like more serious romance reading. Of course, like as a teenager, I read some Sarah Dessen and right. I spent a long time and I apologize to my family and friends reading a lot of Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been on the, the, the Nikki Sparks uh, journey in our lives. But um, so th- those two series are kind of my first entry point, And they're both like, I think, like wonderful series and very like mm-hmm. sweet and lovely and also thoughtful and interesting. And they have like interesting and complex like characters and um they're also both like not super whitewashed as books like I just really appreciated them as like kind of a soft place to land I guess as Mm -hmm. like an entry point into the genre um and I guess like I mean, I don't know how personal we want to get, but I feel like (laughs) when it comes to my tastes changing, it really does come back to like, I am reading things that are smuttier now Mm -hmm. than those books. Um, And I am reading things that are, I feel like I've kind of done the opposite of you. Like I I read these two series and I feel like now more and more I'm reading things that I see on BookTok and I like find mm. are popular and mm-hmm. I'm like getting recommendations that way yeah um but I think the the books I read the re- books I reach for now are like maybe a little bit more intense mm-hmm. than those series in like the I don't know situations that people are in and that kind of thing I don't know yeah I don't know how much my tastes have changed I also just like like just thinking about how I've gotten more comfortable in like what my tastes are. Like yeah. I feel like with like the way social media is and stuff, there's always like an influx of recommendations and tons of books people are talking about. And I feel so much more comfortable now of being like, no, I have no interest in reading that. Yeah. Because either like it's not what I'm into or the concept makes me uncomfortable or whatever it may mm-hmm. be where like before I did feel very like, well, everyone's talking about this book. So like I should read it. And if I don't like it, like 
yeah i was doing something wrong if i didn't like a popular book where now like yeah. i'm way more comfortable being like that doesn't appeal to me or like knowing what i'm looking for in romance books not that i never go outside of that but like i yeah. don't know I think the choices I'm making in my reading now that we're like having this conversation are more intentional to like my healing and my mm-hmm. own like journey. Like I'm reading way more um, queer romance now than I was mm. when mm-hmm. I started, which I think is like, you know, even when it's like queer romance that like doesn't include an identity that I like identify with you know like if it's two men or something like that I still feel like it is helping me heal something in myself and like Mm -hmm. feel more okay in my like yeah um and I'm choosing things that are like priest or like you know like have Mm -hmm. these like bigger themes that are being explored yeah not always obviously like sometimes I'm like give me a hockey romance that's not necessarily gonna like heal something in me but (laughs) Um, yeah, and I feel like I personally have a lot of pain points when it comes to, like, men as romantic partners, and so, like, that, just, like, from my own whatever history, but I feel Mm -hmm. like that has also just, like, generally about the genre been so healing for me is to read books where men are lovely. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think I'm making more intentional choices, whereas when I first started reading, I mean, I started with two excellent series, so it's hard to say like I was making worse decisions because I wasn't. But when I first started reading, it was more like, oh, this is fun. Let me read Mm -hmm. this. It'll be fun. And now I'm more like, that looks like something that will help me. Yeah. I love that. Oh, thank goodness. I also do list. I also have found like for myself something I love like I think a lot like I see it a lot with kind of who I consider some of my favorite authors now of like I love just like tender love stories now like yeah I just want like I'm thinking like Chloe Lee's Tara DeWitt like I just want like these like sweet precious love stories I don't want a lot of like angst and tension and drama <laughs> like not that I'll never read those books because I do obviously but like I don't know like I think that's another thing like being comfortable and like not everyone likes those books because right there's no like big dramatic third act breakup or whatever but like I right love it <laughs> like it's, and that's what I want it's so funny I wish Zoe was here for this conversation because she's so obsessed with like mafia Mm-hmm. romance and like the tension that is built there and the like high stakes of it all and I I think you might agree with this I am like no 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 no. I want no the lowest of stakes I mm-hmm. want like I want all of my experiences to be like reading the wedding date for the first time where it's yeah. like they meet in an elevator and they are going to a wedding together yeah and it's like you know like I, I, I yeah like even the like like conflict and tension in that book is not that dramatic it's just kind of like right their own insecurities got the better of them right (laughs) 
And that's like, what's happening. It's not like another mafia boss. Not that there's anything wrong with mafia romance. I've read yeah. them and I do like them. I just find that they ratchet up my anxiety mm-hmm. more than they soothe me. Yeah. And I'm trying to be soothed by the books that I read <laughs> most of the time. Yes. Yes. As you were saying, it just made me remember <laughs> before I had ever read Mafia because Zoe would talk about it. And I like asked her, I was like, I think I want to try Mafia, but I'm nervous. And she was just like, oh my God, read Mafia. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Can you give me book? Uh, it's like the thing I love about Zoe it- well, I mean, there are many things, obviously, that I love about my partner. But <laughs> the one, one of, thing, <laughs> one of the things I love about Zoe is she and I are so similar. Like, I'll be like, so uh, do you have a mafia book recommendation? And she'll be like, yeah, there's a really good one I read. And I'll be like, what's it called? She's like, no idea. I'm like, <laughs> I, cool. it's like 70 percent of our conversations are like that. We're both just like searching through our Kindle app, trying to figure out what book we're recommending <laughs> to the other. I love that. Oh, we have our own strengths. <laughs> oh. <sighs> you want to get into uh, a princess in theory? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into um, it. Well, would you like to give us? Oh, what were you going to say? Well, the first thing I want to say, Mal, is just like welcome to one of I think the be- my favorite series of <laughs> romance books. I'm I, so happy to be here. <laughs> I love them all so much. Um, so much. So I'm really excited that we're reading one. I'm so excited. I will say I have not read the third one yet, but I did read books one and two. Hell yeah. I will put a pin in my thoughts for a minute. <laughs> um, do we want to start with a little synopsis? Synopsis? Um, yes. <laughs> you can do it. I know you can do it. You want? Would you like me to try? <laughs> yes, <laughs> all right, I would love all right. it. Okay. So, um, Letty is our uh, main character, and the book opens on her receiving these emails. <laughs> Am I going too slow again? I'm no, so you're nervous. good. You're good. Okay, receiving these emails from um, what she believes to be like kind of a fake like prince scam phishing email situation and she's keeps getting these emails and she's like ignoring them she lives um in new york city she is studying to be a scientist of some kind she is a scientist yeah, of some she kind. studies like uh like epidemics Bio- yeah epidemics. like yeah, yeah, i forget yeah, the right. actual name for that I'm not a scientist, so (laughs) I won't (laughs) pretend to be one. But yeah, so she she studies epidemics and like public health. um, And basically, like one day she goes to work and um, a person that she believes is a man named Jamal comes in and is like comes in late and she kind of puts him right to work. Uh, He also moves in across the hall from her. Mm-hmm. And you come to find out that, like, this is actually um, the Miso. And he is the prince that's been emailing her. And the emails are real. And um, she is a princess that had been, like, taken away from her homeland at a young age um, and lost both of her parents and doesn't know that she is a princess. Has kind of lost this part of her history. And 
they had been betrothed to each other like as yeah. babies Infants, basically yeah. <laughs> toddlers yeah. maybe toddlers <laughs> yeah at some point be- before she had a memory <laughs> but <laughs> after she was born <laughs> they had been betrothed <laughs> to each other um, yes and he's kind of like come to find her and like rescue her a little bit is kind of the vibe um but the whole time he lies to her and mm-hmm. like pretends to just be this like man named Jamal even though he is not a man named Jamal and they like start to fall in love but cue some struggles mm-hmm. because he is lying um and eventually they get together and um they go back to uh Thesolo and she like kind of gets to know everyone and all the characters there and all the people there and kind of falls into her role as the princess and they end up together. And that, did I do it right? Is that enough? Yes. What did I miss? Okay. No, that was perfect. Okay, great. Um, Yeah. Very Princess Diaries Mm -hmm. vibe. Yeah. Very, very much gave that energy. Yes. Yes. And every book that follows in this series is someone kind of stumbling <laughs> into kind of similar <laughs> royalty in some way or another. This book was very cute. Very fun. It's very cute. It I is very it. fun. I will say I do it. <laughs> I don't love it. I don't dislike it. Like I, I did like it. And my hang up is 100% around his lying which we can talk about in more detail but like that that is solely where my hang up with this book is I had a very hard time with that but overall it is a really cute book I will say like I said I read the second one and I loved the second book so much yeah for okay so like kind of one thing I want to say is like as the books go on, this group of friends like grows mm-hmm. and they it really like you're kind of on this journey throughout the series of like all of these people having a found family. And by the end, you're yeah. like these people are all close and they love each other and it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had forgotten how little of that is in the first book because like Portia is still kind of in a rough place in the first mm-hmm. book. Um, and she kind of comes into her, I mean, the second book is about her and she, it's about her coming into her own and like getting through some of her own struggles Mm -hmm. and issues. So like, I I don't know. I just had forgotten how, how much that all builds throughout the series. Right. And I was missing it as I was going back through the first book because I've read them all. All of this to say, I think you're right. I think that his lying is unconscionable. (laughs) <laughs> it's unbelievable how long it, it goes on. It goes on for so long. Like, and that's my thing because I don't know. I hate in in any book when any part of the plot is kind of based on like deception. I just have a very hard time with it. Like, I just yeah. I don't know. I struggle it, with the concept of like building a relationship off of lies. <laughs> and like, I just okay. Did you watch the TV show Jury Duty? This is so unrelated. No. I'm sorry. Okay, so how do you know the concept? Not really. So basically it's like they have gathered people for a jury and they're doing this documentary and everyone knows that it's fake except for one guy who is oh. like fully being like um 
shit was that jim carrey movie where they do that truman show truman show he's being truman yeah. showed basically and like out he's been in interviews after being like i still feel like i might be on camera like i'm not yeah convinced that i'm not on camera anymore and that is like that trust issue that through line is so visceral for me i'm like i mm-hmm. can't even watch the show because i feel so bad about this man having anxiety afterwards and that's how i feel about this couple i'm like yeah at some point how do you how do you go back to trusting when they have been keeping this huge part of your existence from right yeah like everything that you had built together was built on lies and like (laughs) right how do you how do you move on from that like i don't i don't know and like it it just start all the way over right and like it crosses a line for me into being creepy of like yeah he knows so much about her yeah things about her that she doesn't even know about herself right he like intentionally moves in across the across hall the from hall her. okay that was too far i thought and then on top of that like their relationship crosses the line into being like physically intimate when right. she still has no idea who he is she thinks and, his like, name that's is Jamal him- and I'm yes. like that's not his name yeah I know it's interesting like we get we get his perspective a little bit it's not fully mm-hmm. like a t- dual point of view in that it's like first person from each person but it's like you, go you do get like his insights yeah. like yeah. his thoughts yeah which I think allow me to feel a little better about it than if I didn't understand his motivations. Do you know what I mean? Like if I, yeah. had, if I wasn't getting his perspective at all, I would fully be like, fuck that guy, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I feel like this is what should have happened. Okay. I feel like, um, sh- he should have like in the beginning, he just comes in to like, the kitchen where she's working and so she just assumes that it's the person that's supposed to be on shift helping her um whose name is jamal and so she's like oh great you're here here's stuff please get to work now yeah (laughs) um and i feel like if he had gone through that whole shift you know and just been like obviously it's not currently the time to bring it up i'll just talk to her and then like the shift ends and he's like, okay, now I'd like to tell you that my name is not Jamal. And in fact, I am blah, 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 blah. You know, like, I right. think that is the moment to do it. Not yeah. after they've had sex. Exactly. Like, it goes for the first, like, 50 or 60% of the book until it's she so finally figures it book. out. Like, it's yeah. so long. Um, And doesn't? Okay. She figures it out in kind of the worst way, too. Yes! Like it's like super public. It's very public at this like gala that they go to. Yeah. Like they like wind up at this event together. Like she goes with Portia. This is a whole Portia thing then, but like right. she goes as I think like as Portia's guest and he is introduced at this gala as like, you know Prince Prince the Bezo, yeah. And I think they like it's like publicly they congratulate him on 
his engagement too. So not only is she confronted with the fact that he's not who he said he was, she's also like, oh, and you're like engaged to somebody else and I didn't know it. And like right. we've been sleeping together. Like Right. Like come to find out he's engaged to her, right? No. His parents had set up an engagement oh my God. with yes, like another right. another right. woman. You're right. I totally forgot about that. He like didn't want to marry. But I like totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The lies just ran too deep for me. I like I liked them in the end. Like I did love their chemistry. I, I was just like screaming the whole time. Like, why won't you just tell her what your name is? <laughs> right. Like just save us all the agony, please. Yeah. Like I think there would be enough interesting tension in him telling her and her being yes. like, why the who what? No, that's not true. Right. Um, yeah. And like still in everything with her going to the solo and meeting some of her family and like trying to like fit into this role as a princess and everything like there still right. could have been so much without all of that i mean we could have moved up the mystery plot that happens at the end of this book <laughs> to be like a- yeah let's talk about the mystery plot <laughs> and i mean speaking of her meeting some of her family she meets her mm-hmm. uncle yeah it turns out he is like an evil mastermind <laughs> poisoning everyone including his own child and is like the reason her family left right yeah did i make that up yeah 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 he like ran them out of the solo when she was a baby right and now he's like poisoning people including his own child does that come up in this book i can't remember i'm getting them all confused now in my i don't think so Oh, you find out in her book then that he's been poisoned. He was poisoning her as well. Oh, yeah. I don't think we know that yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. (laughs) It's not a good situation. No. But like all of that happened in the last like chapter of the book. (laughs) Right. 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 It was it was a fun plot. It is. And it like is one of those things that kind of carries through the series too. So like, you, yeah, yeah. It's not like just like 18 pages of a uh, evil uncle and it's over. It's like, right. I think foreshadowing a bit, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, <laughs> I was so disappointed with how long the lies lasted. It's just so long. Yeah. And cause I, I did love them together. Like I loved their, their chemistry together. Yeah. Like, and I loved the way that it yeah. was so he was like a little bit fish out of water the whole time. And mm-hmm. like, like, I love that scene where they're like at the bodega and he's like, w- like wiping like dust particles yeah. off or something. <laughs> and he's like looking at her like, do you see this? And like when sh- they go on the subway for the first time and he's like, mm-hmm. why is it so hot down here? And why are there rats? And she's like, what the fuck? It's New yeah. York. Like. It's hot because that's how the subway works and there are rats because this is their home. What do you mm-hmm. mean? <laughs> like, I, I did love. I loved that. Yeah, I loved that, like, dynamic that they had. I thought it was, like, very fun. I also loved the spice between them. Yeah. yeah I just yeah, wish yeah, there, yeah. like, hadn't been that, like, undercurrent. undercurrent. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it, it was nice. very good. It was very good. 
And um, so like classic Molly Reed. Okay. I read Duke <laughs> by default first, which is the second book. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> because of course. And then um, I think I read this one second mm-hmm. because I had read Duke by default and they're both in that book, like kind of peripherally, but um, yeah, they seem so, their chemistry seemed so fun, like on the mm-hmm. periphery that I was like, oh, I got to check that book out. Um, and it is their chemistry is very fun. Mm-hmm. It's very but, good. Yeah. Oh, the second one, not to get too far into it, but like I love that book. I loved it. Like, yeah. His like older silver Man. fox energy. <laughs> like just Yeah. I was here for it. I the, was here like, for it. The, He's like, also Scottish. The like undercurrent of like martial arts that they're yeah. doing and learning sword how to making do sword making and stuff. Yeah. Um I loved so I have been listening to these on audio. Um and which first of all, like all of the audiobooks are good. The narrators are all fantastic, but the like Scottish accent for what's it Tav in Tav. the second book was so pleasant to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um oh, do you want to talk about um Letty? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about Letty. I love her. I love her. I love her so I, much. <laughs> she was like as soon as Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. You go. I was just gonna say, like, as soon as the book starts, her energy with these emails she's getting, and she's literally just like, fuck off. <laughs> like, <laughs> these dumb scam emails I'm getting. And I was just like, my hero. <laughs> yep. Yep, I I love her so much. And the whole time, I, like, I thought a really interesting, not to use undercurrent again, but I guess, like, theme <laughs> uh, or, like, thing that's happening. Like, I loved all the information you get about the work that she does and, like, how, yeah. how much that becomes a part of the book and a part of her. Yeah. Um, I love that. I loved it. And I love anything, like... One of the things I love in romance novels is when a uh, like character, especially a character that is like a woman, um, gets flushed out as like a mm-hmm. full person with interests and like, like I it drives me bonkers when the only thing that a like woman character does is talk about the man that she's interested in yeah think about them like I love when there's also like by the way I'm really into epidemic research and science and here's some information about that that's one of the reasons I really like Allie Hazelwood too is I feel like all Mm -hmm. of her books are like let me get really into the weeds on science yeah also being hot (laughs) (laughs) I love women in stem as like a character archetype in romance but like especially when it's this flushed out yeah, it's just I f- more has more context to it. It's more like a real person. Like we're talking about a yeah. real um my um the next book. Okay, no. What I want to say is one of my least favorite things is when the only like a young character is like, "Oh, <laughs> we'll just make you really good at social media." Like mm-hmm. when that's mm-hmm. like the thing. 
But one of my favorite things, like conversely, is when that person is actually good at social media and like yes. interested about in it and like interesting about it. And I think that mm-hmm. happens in a Duke by default with Portia, where she like really harnesses social media to like help and um, is clearly so good at it. Yeah. I like I was like, again, I love that we're getting these women in these in this book series that are Mm -hmm. especially I think like these black women in this book series that are like very good and very interesting and very flushed out and and very flushed out right right yeah no I I love it I also again not to get like too into the weeds with the second book but I love Portia's character arc yeah between the first book and the second book yeah because she frustrated me in the first book a lot like and I think that's the point like their friendship is a little like on the rocks yeah but like I don't know I just love her growth throughout the first book but like then into her own in a duke by default like I don't know I just yeah. think it's great I felt so connected to her like um story too like as someone who spent like a long period of time doing like nothing but drinking and partying and then like had to do my own shit to figure out what I was interested in, who I was outside of that. Like I just really related to her like trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that they, I feel like sometimes um, in books you can get like, it's like the character, you get more context for the character and their motivations and it explains away the behavior. Mm-hmm. But I liked how in this series, Alyssa Cole was like very specific that it doesn't explain her behavior away. She knows that she made mistakes. Yeah. And she's actively wanting to grow. Mm-hmm. And that feels so human to me. Like we don't just get like, a well, I was right because yeah, I have this anxiety and that anxiety and this ang- whatever. Right. It's like, no, I fucked up and now I'm on a journey to figure it out, which just feels like very human. Yeah. Like it, it gives reason to why she did the things she did without it coming across as trying to like excuse yes. why she did those things. Like right. you like understand it without, I don't know. Exactly. Using it again. But yeah. (laughs) Without letting her like off the hook, you know, like she is still responsible. Like we all are for our actions and how they impact people in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just maybe we should have talked about Duke by default. I love that book. (laughs) Maybe Maybe we'll do another episode later on Duke by default. (laughs) I think you're going to want to do one on a prince on paper. Um, I am as, very excited to read it. Yeah, it's Johan. And I think I think the w- love interest is um oh, I'm forgetting her name. Letty's cousin. Naya. Now that's a good one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited for that one cuz I love both of those characters already. Mm-hmm. I always love when like a series reaches that point where you like you already know both characters and are excited for their book. Um, one thing I want to say about like Alyssa Cole and this series is I feel like she 
And world building, I don't think is the term because world building, it feels more like fantasy to me. And this was really rooted in like the real world. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's just like setting, but she, I feel like, like the solo, the solo and like the like family and the backstory and just like kind of this world that she creates with all of Mm -hmm. these um, like Johan and just all of these like kind of big figures in this world I think she does such an excellent job of like creating yeah the background yeah um, I I did love that like I mean even in the way she writes like New York and stuff too like right I just think her like attention to detail with setting is so good but especially in like you said, like creating this whole family and community in the solo. Like, I don't know. I really yeah. loved it. I did. And too. like all the like the way so many customs were written too. I loved that. Like we were experiencing that with Letty for the first time. Like so many things that she was also kind of like, you know, what is this? Like, what are we doing? And like you get to kind of just like experience experience all of that with her. Yeah. I I agree completely. And like she I feel like does a good job of history building too. Like she talks about how the solo wasn't colonized and like mm-hmm. the like um the context of the country in like the actual world. It's rooted in like the right. world that we you and I live in. Mm-hmm. Um and she, she didn't shy away from stuff like that, which I think no, so much and so often in a romance novel, <laughs> um, you can kind of get like the prettiest version of the world. Yeah. You know, where like, you know, racism and sexism and homophobia don't exist, which is like mm-hmm. a nice escape. But it's also nice to read books where it's like addressed and yeah, um, like recognized, especially I think, you know, I don't know. I was going to say, especially, I think, in characters, in books with characters who experience those things. But I mm-hmm. also feel like it would be nice for them to exist and be addressed in books where characters right. who don't experience those things are. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And it's another thing that I think carries, at least into the second book, yeah. again, with just like not only the way the setting is like described so well but also a lot of these like real world issues being talked about yeah i love that yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i really loved Alyssa cole's writing me too and i love how the series gets queerer as it goes on like mm. in the third book one of the characters is bisexual and i think in the fourth the fourth book is sapphic so anyway, mm-hmm. I just, I love it so much. Yeah. I know that this book, it might be my least favorite in the series, but. Um, I feel like, not to generalize, but I feel like that tends to happen in series, mm-hmm. at least for me. And I feel like part of it is, especially with like found family and stuff, it's just like the further you get into it like even in the second book i love letty and thabiso so much more in porsche's book (laughs) like because they're just like 
you know them so much better at that point and like their characters are even more flushed out at that point like I think it's just kind of natural when you're first being introduced to like you know characters in a particular world or whatever that right it, like I don't know you just love it more and more as it goes I think that's true and I think like especially in like romance series where mm-hmm. like by the time you're at the end of a series like all of your favorite if it's like siblings you know what I mean like all right. of your favorite couples are there at dinner and you know mm-hmm. like it's it's fun to like get those nice touch points back to books you've loved yeah um <sighs> I love books this is I think this is helping my uh my slump amazing we love to see it we love to see it <sighs> okay is there anything else you want to talk about with this book um this is again about a duke by default <laughs> but i want to bring it up the scene where okay the scene in a duke by default where portia and tav i think have sex for the first time mm-hmm. incredibly hot <laughs> incredibly so hot the spice <laughs> so in the, the spice in that book is out of this world it's yes. so good but they hook up for the first time and then she gets out of bed and she's on facetime with letty <laughs> with <Fiduso>. letty yeah <laughs> i that scene is like burned into my memory as like the premise of the whole series i'm like that is what i think about when i think about this book series it was so funny it's so funny and then he like gets out of bed and letty just sees his full ass full ass (laughs) she's like whose butt is that and portia's like my boss's (laughs) it's my boss's butt uh it was very funny yeah and also very hot (laughs) incredibly hot incredibly hot yep I will say this is a little off topic, but 10 out of 10 recommend this series on audio. <laughs> it just it's been a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really fully, truly ventured into the audio space for like romance reading, although I keep getting ads on Instagram that are like sapphic scenarios that someone is reading. Oh, um, and I don't watch all the ads on my phone, but I do watch those. <laughs> so <laughs> those ones get me. <laughs> they get me. <laughs> so yeah, I this I really haven't done spicy audiobooks before. I love audiobooks, but I tend to listen to like nonfiction or like literary fiction when I'm doing audio. Mm-hmm. The only one I can really think of is A Court of Mist and Fury. And that was one that like shook me when the spice came. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, God. So like, I don't know. I It's not something I do often, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, I will keep that in mind. I, oh I would God. recommend. Mal, something I want to talk about with this book that I totally forgot to bring up is the Beso's parents. Oh, yeah. That's that's my whole thought. They kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's my whole thought. <laughs> like, his mom made me so angry. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, you're being so rude. And for what? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) No, yeah. That's it. No more thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Anything else that you can think of that we should bring up? I was obsessed with um, his assistant. Lakatsi. Yeah. Um, I was obsessed with her being a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Her whole uh, little like New York fling. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. I just loved it. I want I know. a book of that. That scene I she might be um let me look up. Cause she might be the character in one of the characters in the sapphic one. Once ghosted and twice. Oh, shy. okay. Um Oh, yeah. The Once Ghosted and Twice Shy, which I own, but I haven't read yet, is about um, Lakotsi and her, like, romance in New York. I love that. Okay, yeah. I want to read that. Because yeah. I was thinking that as I was reading. I was like, I want a book about whatever's going on over there. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, like, tagline is, while her boss, the prince, was busy wooing his betrothed, Lakotsi and her had her own love affair swiping right on a dating app, but her romance had ended in heartbreak, and now, back in New York City again, she's determined to make it right. Oh. Or to rediscover her joy. Yeah. So, of course, a she runs into the woman who broke romance, her heart. A second chance you say? Yeah. <laughs> Lakotsi and Fabiola. Okay, I was obsessed with that scene where she and um the biso are talking and he's just like what is that ring that you have and she's like isn't it beautiful it's like an emerald <laughs> ring she's like just uh, a woman gave it to me and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> she's out here like he's moved in across the hall from um the woman that he like is mm-hmm. betrothed to and she doesn't know it but meanwhile lakotsi <laughs> is out here getting oh an emerald ring from someone like what is happening (laughs) icon icon (sighs) love it once ghosted twice shy excellent title for a book i was gonna say that is a real cute title that's next anyway (laughs) (sighs) okay are we officially done? Do we think what what, more? what else <laughs> do we have? So. I think so. I feel like we talked about everything. I know. I feel like I got all my oh and out <laughs> before we got to the ratings, which is good because normally I clog up the ratings with all my <laughs> extra thoughts. It's all right. It's part of the charm of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> is that we're never truly done talking about the book. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. I do think we're ready to rate, though. I do think we're ready to rate. What are you rating this book? Oh, you were going to make me go first. I was going to make you (laughs) go first. I saw that. I was. Um, I think I'm giving this like a three and a half stars. Like I said, it's really just the hang up with how long all The the lying about his identity went on for. Yeah, I think three and a half stars. I did really like it. I would still recommend it. I loved the second book. Very excited to read the rest of them. That's where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I would give this book four stars. 
mm-hmm. be and like only because this series is so special to me yeah like at least the first three books which i've read like i love them all so much mm-hmm. um so yeah i think i'm gonna give it four with the caveat that i also hate how long the line goes on mm-hmm. it's too long it is it's too long it's too long but that's all right okay time to give it a spicy rating what do you think how many uh chili peppers does this one get i feel like maybe like a two two and a half Mm -hmm. with a disclaimer that like that two and a half is pretty spicy in my opinion yeah like i think because i'm i'm thinking about it like the percentage of the book that is spicy that's my thing like yeah there isn't a ton of spice in this book, but right. when it the spice comes, ding, 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 ding. It is super spicy. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like a two and a half to a three, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. I think that that, I, I would say two and a half, I think, is where yeah. I come down. Um, I, I think just, that's fair. Right. It's hard because like... We have to think about the other books that we've rated. That's what I was thinking right. of, too. Really gets away from us so quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if I think it's like a two and a half. Yeah, I would agree with that. Ah, <sighs> drum roll. Time for the big moment. Time for the leading man. A title we have recently agreed upon. <laughs> <laughs> We will commit to it being called the leading man now. We're committing to the bit. We're committing to the bit. The leading man is our quest for the ultimate book boyfriend. So um, anytime we have a male lead, Molly and I will rank them in where we think they end up on our our five-tiered system, which starts at the bottom with absolutely not. Big Mm -mm. no thank you. Um, And then goes to here for a good time, not a long time. Then Mm -hmm. moves up to, I guess I'd introduce him to my parents. Then our top two spots are the silver medalist and the gold standard. So where do we think the Biso falls on our (sighs) tiered ranking system? This is hard. I feel like I need. I feel like I need to think about him just in context of this book. Because like yes. I said, reading Future a Duke books. by default, I love him. Like, right. I think I, he is fantastic. And by the end of the book, I also love him. I like love yeah. him together. Right. But we have we have the whole like Jamal of it all to consider. Right. Which <laughs> right. is such a significant portion, portion of the book. Of this right. book. And I think it turns out of this podcast episode, you know. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I apologize. I feel like I ranted about that for far too long. Oh, but no, it's just so. one of those things that like grinds my gears <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. No, I th- I think it's fair. It's like um the thing about like situations in romance novels I find is like sometimes it can be so hard to stomach some of the mm-hmm. situations that characters we love get into and i just felt so sad the whole time yeah for letty i was like she just deserves better than this Mm -hmm. and it's hard to watch 
So yeah. I think with all of that, I feel like I would put him in, I guess I'd introduce him to my parents. Yes. Because like, I mean, he's a prince. (laughs) And also like, he is very sweet. And like, like I said, like by the end of the book, I do love him. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I just can't get behind some of his behavior for the first half of the book. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think I think that's where I put him too. Um but I do think in future books I he moves up in the ranking for me. I completely but, agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think but he definitely book. like moves up the ladder as oh, time yeah. goes on. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think that's probably true like of their relationship. Like as time goes right. on, I'm sure she is more at peace with all mm-hmm. of it and yeah yeah <sighs> anyway yeah i think that's a fair rating i think so too so far i think it's just shrek and absolutely not isn't it no i think i put someone else down there you did but who was it oh i think it might have been jake i yes it was jake from pucking around yeah i think i put jake in here for a good time not a long time but you were yeah. like absolutely no. not the puppy dog thing yeah yeah Yeah. but jake with caleb i think is gold standard so it's really complicated it is upsetting to me though to think about jake and shrek being in the same category yeah i'm really upset about that i don't like that Uh -uh. i don't like that reality yeah i think i maybe i need to get like a visual aid to help me remember where all of the people who is where yeah and then i think that might help me make decisions moving forward Mm -hmm. but (laughs) anyway Uh, anyway is it time for anatomy class yes (laughs) it sure is (laughs) are you excited i'm so excited excited. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I do believe it's your turn, Molly Reed. Yeah, I know. I saw that like just a moment <laughs> ago on the Google Doc and felt like pure panic because I have nothing. <laughs> so I'm gonna need a moment to think. It's it's. <laughs> All right, it's time for anatomy class, everybody. <laughs> I'm finally ready. It's only been an hour. Um, Anatomy class is the best time of the episode, in my humble opinion. It's when Molly and or Molly uh, brings up their favorite or least favorite uh, euphemism for a body part that they've come across in their travels. Mm -hmm. So all of that being said, it's my turn. And I am stalling by how long it's taken me to get through this. But the thing I'd like to bring up is um, ropes of... (laughs) slash semen i hate it i hate it (laughs) no it is the worst it is the worst um nope it pulls me almost immediately out of a sexy scene when someone says a rope of semen i'm like yeah because also like the image i get yeah it's not Mm -mm. no it's not a pretty one no no yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a good alternative 
Um, I'm sure there are better ones that I've come across and enjoyed as they're not coming to mind. But yeah, ropes is really unsettling to me. And and <laughs> like most things, the first thing I think about when someone says a ropes is a is Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> so it gives me a real weird imagery. Yeah. That did make me think I was reading a book recently and now I can't remember what book it was. But I distinctly remember there was a part where <laughs> she described it as not only was it ropes of cum, but it was ropes of his boiling cum. <laughs> no. And I was no. like, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> ropes of his boiling cum yes yes oh uh, 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 boiling boiling that is gonna make me vomit i think <laughs> i had to fully stop it's conceptually reading. it's terrible Mm-mm. i reject all of that <sighs> yeah but i think i'm gonna like close my eyes tonight when i go to sleep and instead of having a nightmare about being late to <laughs> recording with you i'm gonna have a nightmare about the term boiling cum (laughs) yeah it shouldn't be boiling it should be 97 degrees (laughs) (laughs) first of all he must he might have a fever like that is not that's something you should check it get checked out also like that doesn't sound fun no like i've read like hot cum before and like fine fine Sure, it's body Because all right. Like, right. yeah. But like... Boiling? No. No. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. And um, ropes of it? <laughs> I'm unsettled. I would like to share an unrelated... Yes. Begin. Slightly. <laughs> yep. Story. Because obviously we've talked before about seed... Which we know I hate. (laughs) Baby batter, as they say. (laughs) Baby batter. (laughs) Um, So I'm rewatching New Girl for the millionth time, to no one's surprise. And Dylan and I were watching last night, and it's an episode in the last season where Benjamin... Do you remember Benjamin? So he shows up like with his son at this point yes. and he's they, they're like, Benjamin, is that your kid? And he says, yep, that's my seed over there. <laughs> and Dylan screamed. And he was like, what did he just say? And it I laughed so hard. I was like, sounds like Benjamin has a breathing kink to me. Sounds like. <laughs> Like, Benjamin definitely reads the Ice Planet Barbarian series. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway, okay. that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I have a little piece of housekeeping to do with you, which is a story about the Ice Planet Barbarians. Okay. Um, I, my friend, Malcolm. Hi, Malcolm. I'm sure he li- he's listening to this. Um, <laughs> texted me and was like... Um, was listening to the Ice Planet Barbarians episode and texted me and they were like what is happening with these like blue vibrating penis aliens they were like is there a like a multiple partner situation and I was like no and then Mm -mm. he wrote a beautiful 
like um fanfic outline about double resonance and how amazing it would be if like <laughs> they could resonate to two aliens and like how it could be like a death match like whoever gets her pregnant or whoever doesn't get her pregnant dies but like <laughs> what if then one book could be like what if she loves the one who didn't get her pregnant more and it's like anyway there's a whole I was just like you need to write this fan I was gonna say this is the fanfic we need and deserve right (laughs) and I'm like if if Malcolm can create a successful fan fiction about Ice Planet Barbarians I think we should do it on the pod absolutely so decided decided (laughs) well (laughs) well (laughs) and we've we've entered the end of an episode um should we talk about what's next (gasps) yes I love that we always say that like should we should we tell people what's next like we're not going like to it's, like it's not in the google doc to do right like <laughs> one of these like, days I'll say it and you'll be like no, no. I think we should just end here <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it a surprise um uh, you go <laughs> okay you do it uh so next up I'm so excited we're mm-hmm. gonna be reading Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake and I'm very excited. I'm so excited. I've actually been wanting to read this for a while. And I've heard I'm glad of this it. is like giving me the push. <laughs> yes. I've heard of this book quite a few times. And um it wasn't until we were doing pod planning and you mentioned it and I was like, Yeah, okay, we can read that. And mm-hmm. then I think I said, like, let's do another queer book. And you were like, Molly, Delilah Green doesn't care is sapphic. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, cool. <laughs> now I'm more excited <laughs> to read it. I'm Very so exciting. And there is a sequel. It is Astrid Parker doesn't fail. It kind of rhymes. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, um, don't... <laughs> God, we're really bad at the end. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Storygraph, and you know, like and subscribe, mm-hmm. and leave us comments and submit questions and be nice to us on the internet. It'll make us so happy. We love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much, and we're in a full sweat every time we post anything <laughs> to the internet. So please, <laughs> uh. Yep. Send us love. <laughs> have you ever seen have you ever seen that meme that's that's like a raccoons and it says eat trash, be free? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say that too. Eat trash, be free. <laughs> and on that note <laughs> only one way to go out. Happy reading. Don't forget to read whatever the hell you want. Be shameless. <laughs> we love it. Eat trash. Be free. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>